0: Hello, and we are back on Casamigos and chill. And of course, I'm never alone. I always have me and my white claw. And then my friend.
1: Are you there, Daddy? Let's cut the bullshit. I know what tonight's episode's about. I I saw your post.
0: Stop following my Instagram.
1: It's about heartbreak. Let's fucking just get into this shit. Heartbreak? I've never been heartbroken. I'm a bitch
0: you've broken hearts though, then yeah. probably i've broken a few you know only cheated
1: on my husband a couple times oh jesus christ so that's out there now listen that's how we start this podcast off
0: he did know i just told him that it was you know i was escorting he thought it was a client
1: Was oh, it an open relationship
0: absolutely not <laughs> um <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know who this is um it's highly requested that jay just talks to me 24 7 so jay from curiosity chamber is here hey
1: yeah we can do that we can talk 24 7 that's fine we'll just have this record the entire night i like our conversations they're great i just wish you would stop sending me naked unsolicited dick pics (laughs) yeah they're not unsolicited listen (laughs) when you gonna send me another one daddy listen,
0: you know I sent you that microphone pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still sweating, aren't you? <laughs> okay, listen Jordan, listen Jordan. Yes, I standard. wish I wish there was an app or some kind of technology where this device can like scan your body and it can read your entire existence and it knows your preferences to perfection. But would it throw my implants? Sure. And then it it would do the same for another person who, like, is also in this system, and it would match you to your soulmate. Mm, I'd be pretty scared because what's it going to do when it says it's you? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, then it's like, then we have to be together. If it says that, then we have to. Like, it's 99.9% correct. You wouldn't fucking do it. Horrible. That was... (laughs) Do you know how many
0: people have said... (laughs) like what are you and Jay I'm like we're friends.
1: We're the best of friends.
0: We are friends till the end.
1: I'm nervous about this episode tonight.
0: I am too. I was kind of bummed no one
1: wanted to hear my sex stories. What do you think that's all about? How come <laughs> how come everyone decided to go with heartbreak and not sex?
0: Um I think because normally like obviously I was married and before that um Most of my relationships were very public on social media. Mm. Um, Before Snapchat, I really don't because Instagram didn't have Insta Story. I don't remember what me and um, Brian would post on, but like maybe it was Facebook. Like updating old, yeah, right. Um, We would always like post pictures going out, and then I got married, and I don't want to say I was sheltered. i'm not talking about your marriage that's next time Um, (laughs) oh my god like obviously i was traveling but like for example (laughs) everyone thought i was married to a black man no one knew hey my husband's six four and white
1: what's up with the assumption
0: um because no one ever saw him and everyone just thinks i love black men which i have nothing against black men i love black men in general but um
1: i've only dated
0: tall skinny white men (laughs)
1: How do you like your coffee? Mm, extra creamy. <laughs> okay, there we go. That answers that. She's not lying, clearly. <laughs> Look at my track record. Fuck. They're all pasty. How many heartbreaks have you been through? Um, We're starting from the moment that Jordan was born. It can be it can be guys and girls like it doesn't have to be in a relationship.
0: Don't I've gone both ways. Jeez.
1: <laughs> cats out of the bag. Meow. Do you know I actually like eating
0: pussy better than sucking dick? though? well, that's a lie. Whoa,
1: live. whoa, um, are you for real?
0: I like them both mutually. Like
1: yep. obviously, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no. I do what? love eating pussy. <laughs> Which one do you like
0: more? More wiener 100%. You ah, already know the stories. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> but all when it comes stories. to heartbreak, mm, one of my ex boyfriends died in a motorcycle crash when I was like, I obviously wasn't transitioned yet, so like that was pretty intense because like he died and like it wasn't real until his headstone was there. Other than that, Oof. I would probably say. Before I got married because me and my ex were on and off for so long and like I lost my, I can't say I lost him because I talked to him the other night and I talked to him all the time, but I'd probably say him. And then obviously most recent, I would probably say hits the heart the most.
1: Still feels like a loss though, even though if you talk to someone and it's just that connection is not there that you used to have before, right? It kind of seems like a shell, like an empty shell.
0: A hundred percent, because
1: me and his name's Brian,
0: we didn't talk for, yeah, I think it was my whole marriage, honestly. So almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I don't know for sure, because obviously towards the end of my marriage, during the divorce, we were married, but we weren't physically together. But I would say for seven years, me and him didn't talk. It was mutual. We obviously sporadically would say happy birthday or somehow we found right. a way to like yeah. sneak a message. But um, we actually ran into each other at an establishment that my friend worked at and he was DJing at. And since then, we've talked way more frequently. Like the other day, he's like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah. And he had said, like, some verbiage that was our normal, like, joking talking to try to cheer me up. And when I was coming back from DC, he had talked to me most of the way home and, like, listened to me cry and just tried to tell me some positive things.
1: Did it work? No, I'm still crying.
0: (laughs) I'm forever heartbroken.
1: (laughs) I know, it's sad. Do you think that when you get married, that it kind of makes you want to start dating again. Like it feels like something died inside of you or is that just like mental like myself? Because that's how I felt. Wait, say that again? When you get married or when? When when you get married, it feels like something, like a a part of you dies. Like the the ability to to see other people obviously dies because you can't do that because you're committed to this one person that you married. So it, it reminds me of like the situations, you know, like the classic, you know, don't take that candy bar. Well, what the fuck <laughs> are you gonna do? You want to take that candy bar? So when you get married, it's like you can't date other people. You can't Keep fuck your hands other people. Out of a fucking cookie jar, Jay. Well, guess what? I want to fuck other people. <gasps> I didn't. I never cheated on my wife. My ex-wife. I hope not. I didn't. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? Yes.
0: What about that phone call? You called me at like one in the morning. That's
1: not cheating. <laughs> I'm through. Phone
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, I don't think things change. Um, maybe my perspective's a little different because obviously, you know, I'm the woman, you're the man. I do think there's the honeymoon stage. Like, I got mm-hmm. married really quickly. Me too. So I don't know how your marriage went because you always fucking disappear on me.
1: But yes, you're not the <laughs> only one. Me,
0: for me, I had met my husband in October He told me this crazy thing and he was like, oh, I think you're going to be the girl I'm going to marry. I don't want to lose a chance of dating you. And he asked me out and like, I had just gotten out of a long relationship. So for me, I was like, sure. What's the worst that can happen? You know? Right. And then, so that was October. I think January, I had gotten a promise ring and then I was married in July.
1: That is pretty fucking quick. October
0: 13th. Married July fourteen, it was pretty quick. And then I got divorced officially March. No February or March twenty.
1: Yeah. How many years is that?
0: Seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know. Wow.
1: Fourteen to twenty. So. Yeah, yeah. It was that's pretty long. A, that's a chunk of change. Sometimes when you're involved for that long, like as soon as you get out of that relationship, like what else do you know? You've well, been- I was
0: in a relationship while I was married. So obviously, if you've listened to Jay's Jordan Star podcast on the Curiosity Chamber or just listened to most of my podcasts, obviously I have a history of escorting sugar baby, whatever nubi, you want to call it. So I had told my husband, because he never had an issue with me escorting. He looked at it as an income, because a lot of trans girls' sex work is really huge. Plus, most of the people, for me, were just, like, pictures and stuff. Like, I had some regulars or just, like, I don't even know what to call them. I don't want to call them clients, because I've always felt like that's bad. I looked at them as more so friends.
1: They were clients. Oh, my God. You're so fucking mean.
0: <laughs> um, not your uh,
1: friends. Were they your friends?
0: Some of them, some of them are, some of Not them are actually my Facebook
1: friends. <laughs> uh, there's actually, you're such a hustler.
0: Shut up. Don't tell them that. I
1: fucking love it.
0: There's um this one guy. I don't want to say his name because he's a cop, actually. Ooh. He is <laughs> on Facebook and I think it's hilarious because he used to pay for my extensions.
1: It's always the cleanest ones
0: that are the dirtiest. Dude, firemen and cops, unreal amount. Unreal. Really? Yeah, so back to the story. Um, I had told my husband that obviously, my I don't even know what to call him at this point, we'll just call him babes. But I had told him he was a client. He was going to give me X amount or whatever. He just wanted to feel things out, pretend like we're dating. I was like, he's really young because at the time he was 22, 23, I believe. Ooh. Yeah, he's 26 now. Young buck. Yeah, this is the first time I've actually went younger. And it wasn't like intentionally, but my husband- Apparently you liked it obviously obviously my husband did think he was a client for a little bit and then he started like sleeping over like mind you no normal marriage this would happen
1: <laughs> so i, I don't have a really, lot of like, questions but
0: i wouldn't condone this at all <laughs> you know, i had actually given my husband a hall pass to go fuck somebody he used to fuck did he <sighs> he did take it and i felt bad because he was like i thought about you the whole time i couldn't do it And he actually left. He didn't stay at the hotel, nothing. And I felt bad because I was trying to get out of my marriage. And this Mm. person, I don't want to say, I don't want to like say he coached me or helped me. Mm. It was obviously my choice because I was, I was like, I was falling for the kid. But he definitely got me my confidence to leave my marriage. It was just not the way I was hoping.
1: When you say he gave you the confidence to leave, like what? How did that play out? Like what kinds of things? What kind did of? Did you just notice that like yours and Babe's relationship was better than your marriage? Like I that just relationship?
0: You know what his fucking name is? Um, <laughs> I know his name. But I guess I can give you a horrible, horrible, embarrassing example. So, for example, like Please. with my husband. Obviously, I'm a thicker girl. Like I've had boob job. GBL, she lipo, tummy tuck um, I'm not afraid to go under the knife But you would think for someone that's had plastic surgery And like obviously my assets are they're, I don't want to say perfect But like obviously they're enhanced and nice um, I actually never in all the years with my husband Had sex with my clothes on Besides in the shower I mean without them Besides yeah, okay, in okay. the shower Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like really? every time we would have sex I would pull my thong to the side um, I always had a shirt on versus with this one. It was, like, the first time we had sex. It was completely naked. And for me, that was so foreign because, like, I've always had, like, insecurities with my body or body dysmorphia, which is, like, horrible when you're mm-hmm. trans, as it is. But this was literally the first person I've ever had sex with naked. Like, and when I tell you, I was like,
1: whoa. <laughs> There, Yeah, there's obviously a level of comfort there that you weren't getting from your husband. Did your husband ever, like, like body shame you or something? Or was this just... No,
0: he just knew I was insecure, especially just, like, during, like, the changes down there and just, like, different things. Right. It's, I don't know, like, I think I was so... Even when I was escorting, half the time I was never naked. I always had clothes on. So... Hmm. It's just I think it's just me, myself. Even now, it's like whenever I take selfies or like send guys well, I don't want to say I'm sending guys things, but like whenever I What are I, you sending? Like I'll send boob pictures, but like I still like I get nervous wearing crop tops. <laughs> and there's really people, yeah, there's people bigger than me that wear them.
1: For sure. Yeah, especially since you've been like your body's modified too. Like
0: you would think I'd be so. I would think I'm scared. I'm insecure. Like you obviously can see, I've been on a boat all summer. I've been naked on it. I've been barely there (laughs) in clothes. I've been in my underwear. But like, it's around people I know, or I'm like secluded. But like, I would never. I don't know. I get nervous. I hate
1: how do do we get over this? How do we fix this? Is there any way to fix this?
0: I don't think so, friend. We'll fix it. One day.
1: We'll fix it. We'll spend <laughs> some time. We'll fix it.
0: You just want to get me naked. <laughs> just
1: kidding. We'll, we'll fix it. <laughs> oh, boy. I've been through some heartbreaks, too.
0: Have you? Who broke your heart, friend? You want me to beat him up?
1: Well, the first heartbreak wasn't even a relationship, really. No? No. Um, so when I was young we used to host these Japanese kids. Maybe you remember this. I don't know. Do you remember ever seeing me with a bunch of Japanese kids that played baseball in the Cabo World Series? The Cuba. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. So every year, since I was like eight years old, we would homestay two Japanese kids that played on the team. And they would fly from Japan, stay with us, and there would be this massive tournament like everyone from around the world would fly in to play in this tournament and it lasted three weeks they would play at lippold right exactly yes i remember and these kids would not know a lick of english so they would have to you know lean on us for pretty much everything like we were their their translator like obviously i don't know i didn't know japanese at the time so it was like a, a lot of like hand movements and face gestures and pointing and stuff like that. But they really relied on us. Like they're in this foreign country. All they know is, is the the families they're staying with. So you grow this such tight, tight bond after three weeks. It's like a fucking brother. And that I was didn't... like COVID for me. What was
0: that? And so that was like COVID for me. Like I had nothing to do, but like sit there and talk to.
1: Yeah. That's how they kind of leaned on us. So just imagine just like we all have to stay indoors and they just want to like lean on us for everything. So after three weeks, they would we would drop them off at the Holiday Inn in Crystal Lake by the old Circuit City. Hey! And then they would just get on the bus and I would never see them again. And we did this for about, 10 years. So yeah, each heartbreak. year. I would literally be so sad. I was crying. Like, it's the hardest I've ever cried in my entire life every fucking year we did this shit. It's like losing a dog. Like, a dog that's been in your life for 14 years and then you have to put him down. Like, that's oh, kind of yeah. the resemblance.
0: Like, losing a dog is probably the most painful thing.
1: It's horrible. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, losing dogs. Oh, that's some heartbreak shit right there, too. Oh. Because they look so cute.
0: I know. Could you imagine? If oh my god, I would cry if I lost Olje, especially now.
1: Oh, you've lost a dog before, have you?
0: Yes, my puppy. Yeah,
1: baby. I lost a Yorkie. <sighs> oh no! It was so he was young too. He just got sick.
0: Mm, I love and little dogs. You'll
1: never forget it. Like we were driving him on the highway uh, randall road it looks like a highway but the vet was it like, right like off. yeah <laughs> it was right off that road the vet was and we had him in like little blanket and you just like he's looking at you looking at him it's like they know they know something's happening it's so heartbreaking they know right
0: that was like when i left dolce the other day um I left him with his, well, one of his fathers. He's lucky and has two. Um, I had left him with my ex-husband, and he, because I've been so emotional, like, he's basically a support animal. He knew when I left him, because he's been by my side, that something was, like, up, something was wrong. And he, like, stood there by the door. When I came back, he obviously could smell Dustin. And he, when I tell you this dog did not leave my hip oh. and normally because I was I slept over there, um, he would obviously sleep with my husband, but he didn't. like I went upstairs and he came like not long after and he didn't leave my side, which I thought was weird because normally he would go in like the other room because he's so used to that room, yeah versus like the guest room or something. And it was just—he definitely knows something's wrong.
1: They're intuitive. Not
0: very smart. They're
1: smart. They're—they're super intuitive. They, yeah, they. We don't deserve dogs, first of all. <laughs> yes, we do. I love my dog. We don't deserve dogs. Some some humans are so shitty. God. Oh, I guess are some dogs shitty? Would you say? Um, or do humans make dogs shitty?
0: Like my dog. Obviously, anyone listening that personally knows me knows I'm obsessed with my dog. He's a little short-haired chihuahua. Probably the nicest dog you'll ever meet. Shout out. What's up, Dolce? Dolce. He actually does have an Instagram. I don't remember what his handle is, though. Gang, gang. I think it's Dolce. I think it's Dolce X. He lost his mom at four weeks. So I got him super, super early. That's it. And he is probably the best fucking dog ever. He listens, he sits, he gives paw versus a lot of people will get little small dogs, chihuahuas, or even Yorkies, for example. But I've never heard of a bad Yorkie.
1: They, this one was super protective. It would bark all the fucking time driving Right, nuts. but some
0: people get little dogs and think, oh, they're cute. You don't got to do anything. You have to train them just as much as big ones.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Oh, my God. sending <sighs> you pictures of Dolce. He's so cute.
1: I know your dog is really cute. Dude, wait until you see Dude, he was green in one of them. Your dog's better looking than me. That's kind of fucked up.
0: No, you're pretty hot.
1: Your, well, your dog has a better wardrobe than me, too.
0: My dog has nine kids. Yeah, my dog definitely has a better
1: wardrobe. Than me. <laughs> Excuse me? Your dog has nine kids? Yeah. Nice. Does he get visitation rights or anything like that?
0: I actually do see all the dogs on Snapchat, Facebook. Oh. You know Angie DeStefano, right? Yeah. She has one of them. Her chihuahua is mine. Oh, really? Yeah. There we go. And then, um, my friend, the family. Right, they're huge.
1: I love them. Have you had a heartbreak with a friend, like a fallout of a friend, like a best friend?
0: Um, two of them. My best friend, whose name is Jordan, obviously. Also, Spill the tea. I love her. Me and her aren't sure what happened, but I'm trying to think what it was. I know we just stopped talking. This is someone I've talked to every day for my whole life since I was like 13, 14, and I think we didn't talk for two years.
1: Did a guy or girl get involved?
0: I'm not sure. We both don't know what happened. Like, obviously, we're thankful we found each other again. And it's literally my best friend. She knows me better than myself. Like, I'm there for her. She's there for me. Like, it's truly my, like, sister without being blood. Yeah. But we had fallen out. And then my friend, Aaron, who passed away during the start of COVID and, like, the mix of my divorce and everything. Yeah. Me and her would go in and out of fighting. But we always, like, come back. It was more so... Like, I don't want to say she was a drug addict. She definitely dabbled in the drugs, partying, and, like, that lifestyle. And she didn't know when to quit. And I love her to death. God bless her soul. Like, I miss you every day, friend. She she would say things, and maybe it was me being judgmental or just, I don't want to say shallow. But I don't want to say I didn't agree with it. But, like, I know one time she had asked my I think she was my cousin, I don't remember who was in the car. She had asked them something if they wanted to like smoke pot or said something. And I actually dropped her off on the side of the road because Whoa. like for me, like that's my family. You don't introduce like if you do drugs, that's cool. But True. like don't introduce that to my family. To me, that's disrespectful.
1: I respect that. Yeah. I get um,
0: it. But I've fallen out. The heartbreak, like obviously she died, so Were you on like talking
1: work. terms with her?
0: Yeah. She actually It sucks to say I talked to her on the phone and I actually never forget it because me and um, Dustin were sitting in the living room. We FaceTime. She like wasn't talking to me because, well, she was talking to me, but she was upset because she thought that it was wrong. I was married and dating somebody Uh. and she didn't like because she obviously liked my husband. So she didn't. I don't want to say approve. Because she said, no matter what makes me happy, that's what matters. But she just didn't want to be on FaceTime. So she didn't, like, said, call me when you're done. And then I was supposed to cut her hair. And she had called me and I never answered.
1: Oh, geez. And then later
0: that night, she had passed away.
1: Later that night? Yeah. Oh, so
0: God. I have, like, this guilt in my chest for not answering.
1: Do you honestly think that if you answered that phone call, she would be alive? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think know. you can put that all on you. I feel like...
0: I don't, I don't think...
1: Well, she didn't kill herself, right? No. Right, okay. It was
0: alleged... Allegedly she did a line of coke, but there was no drugs in her autopsy, which were mind-blown from because her boyfriend literally said she did a line of coke. But... What the fuck? We'll never know what happened. But I believe she's there for me every day. I truly believe she's given me signs and... Like, her one ex, well, all of her ex-boyfriends, conveniently, will <laughs> randomly message me. Like, her one, his name's Earl. He's a super nice guy. Shout out, Earl. What's up? He's not going to listen to this. He's, all right. He might. I don't know. He randomly sends- did you do, Earl. Hey. All right. He randomly messages me videos. Yeah. And just random, like, gag things. And it's just, like, it's so random. Like, the other day, like, I was literally bawling my eyes out, and- He sent me something. I was like, okay, she's alive. She's listening. Like, I know it sounds so crazy. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't sound crazy.
0: (laughs) It was like this time I was at Target. The sensor went off. And I was so embarrassed. So fucking embarrassed. I got a case of water. And the cart set off the alarm. shoplifting water now? Bro, the cart set off the alarm. And I looked and I had... (laughs) Before I went into Target, I was crying about something, and I told her, I was like, please just send me a fucking sign.
1: No way.
0: No, listen, I got in the car, and I thought to myself, I said, holy shit, you can hear me. Yeah. Like, I know that's so, like, out there, but, like, I definitely believe in, like,
1: afterlife, for sure. For some people, it sounds crazy, but I believe that shit, for sure. I don't have think you, you're nuts.
0: Have you ever had somebody emotionally damage your brain, or- like mentally
1: and emotionally, Definitely. just mess with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of my first, one of my first serious girlfriends in high school that I would say I fell in love with for the first time. I think like when you're a teenager, let's say the ages of fifteen through, I don't know, twenty, but certainly can exceed that for sure. But 15 to 20, you just have so many fucking emotions, and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So getting in a relationship, obviously, it has, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But if you don't find the right person, or if you find the person that's too right, and you go fucking crazy over her. Like, there's a lot of shit that can go wrong. And that's kind of what it was. Like, I was so in love with this girl. And I think, she, yeah, she was in love with me. It's We can say that, sure. You but, think? I, <laughs> just because of the, like, where her life has gone and, like, some decisions she made. It, it makes me question what our relationship was at the time. But me, I was all in, for sure. Um but yeah that was the first girl that i was head over heels and we would get in these these toxic toxic arguments here's a fun story for you you'll like this <laughs> one so we were dating for quite some time and she her aunt left the state so we were, we were going to go to her aunt's house oh fine, you think know yeah I know I we were going to get jiggy and that. do I the damn thing that. so she was there already and i we were texting each other. I believe text messaging just started around this. Let me this. put
0: my hand around this mic so I'm ready for your
1: story. <laughs> for everyone out there, Jordan's mic looks like a big black dick and it's in her mouth right now. Oh that's my what, God. What? You sent me a picture, so that's what You're I not was doing. You're tell people. I'm posting the picture you sent me. Oh, my
0: God, I love you.
1: Yes, thank Are you. Are you putting on your story? I'm going to, for sure. Oh, my yeah. God, I love you so much.
0: <laughs> Mike's going to be famous. Yeah, yay. She's getting wild on Casamigos and chill.
1: <laughs> I swear I'm not a whore. Let me continue. Okay, so she's at her aunt's house, and we're text messaging. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, Kay, we're going to call her Kay. Listen, Kay, I'm going to go. You not for- want to say her name? No, I don't. Okay. I'm going to go to the gas station. Can you station. text me her name? Yeah. I really want to know who it is. Okay, I'll text you after the story.
0: Because I really think I know who it is, but I can't
1: remember. You probably... No, you do. I'm sure you do.
0: I think I remember Kington. You know who it is.
1: So I'm like, I'm going to go to the gas station. I'm going to pick up some ginseng and some Viagra.
0: <laughs> Honey,
1: can't relate. We're gonna fuck all night, right? Can't relate. So, so I picked this stuff up at like your local BP gas station. Super sketched, like heart attack in a pill form. Mm-hmm. I down it. I chased it with probably like an energy drink or some shit. And it's probably like ten thirty at night. Eleven. It was dark out. I finally get to her house, her mm-hmm. aunt's house, and for whatever fucking reason, something so minor, like came up and we started getting into a little argument It was a little argument we could have both let it have gone but we didn't because this was the relationship we were toxic for each other we like loved each other so much that like we weren't allowed to talk to other people like something like that right i have never had that happen i have it's it's common (laughs) definitely common not for you but maybe it's not Please let us know in the the comments if yeah, that's common or not. Like,
0: is it common not to talk to other people? I've never, like, I know, like, liking people's pictures on social media. I think is kind of a big deal, but at the same time, I think the more I see certain things, like people, but that's you now.
1: We're talking like when you're a teenager, like, f- like that's why I said fifteen to twenty. Like, your emotions are so fucking heightened, and you can't. Con- Everyone's
0: like, hormonal. That's why. Yeah,
1: you can't control yourself. Like, you're so protective. Like, seriously, Like if she liked someone's picture, I was talking to another guy, I'd be like, what the fuck is this all about? Mm, Why are you talking to him? Do you like him because of like, insecurity or what nonsense is going on? No one knows who the fuck they are at 15. It's a real disaster. But continuing with the story, so we started getting in these arguments and then it started snowballing and it started getting louder and louder. And then it like completely blew up. And we're, she's like halfway out the door now and in the driveway, and I'm inside, and I'm like, why the fuck am I inside? This is not my house. <laughs> Mind you, I just took Viagra, so now I have a fucking erection while I'm screaming at this chick. You have an erection? Can you just say your dick was hard?
0: <laughs>
1: Does that make me sound old? Kind of. It makes you sound really old.
0: I had a hard on out dick? there, Jay is only 34.
1: I had a boner? I don't know what you want me to say. You took boner pills? <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard on. From taking these pills. And we're in an argument. So obviously it's like oh so no head. And then she tells me to get out. She's in the she's in the driveway. And she tells me to get out. I understand. But I'm like such a fucking hothead at this point. Because I have testosterone going through me. I'm probably on pre-workout. Fucking probably taking creatine. Dude, protein, used to always take Viagra. Pre-workout. All this shit. Just a fucking ball of toxic waste. <laughs> so I end up like fucking dipping out of her aunt's house. And walking home with a fucking boner. Yeah, my balls hurt so bad that night, I'll never forget it.
0: I've always wanted someone to take Viagra just to like hear and see if there's like a difference.
1: But you stay hard.
0: I've never had anyone not stay hard for me, though.
1: If you stay hard for more than four hours, you should contact your physician.
0: Mm. That's
1: what the bottle <laughs> says.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what if you stay hard without it? Should you still contact a physician?
1: Yeah, that's a good question probably because like there's so much blood that's rushing to your dick and out of your brain you're probably gonna die you have a stroke mm. for four hours i would only be so lucky if people would die <laughs> just die. you're like you're like a praying mantis do you know what they do the the female praying mantis after they have sex they bite mm. off their partner's head mm. immediately after just fucking eat them
0: i told my ex one time well i actually bit his dick i told
1: him i was gonna bite on purpose him. huh On purpose? Yeah. I was mad at him. You can't bite someone's dick if you're mad at them. Mm -hmm. Well, you did. So, I mean, technically, you can. (laughs) Ow. How'd that reaction go? Like, that could be a sticky situation. So, your mouth's on his dick. You bite need, it and then he, he hits my you on boob. the head and you bite no. his dick off.
0: No, I like attempted to bite his dick and he need me in my boob. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's okay. It was my fault.
1: But that's a risky game. Like if he needs you, you could have like chomped down on your teeth on his dick. Mm. Mm. Sometimes. It happens.
0: <laughs> mm. Agreed.
1: But there is this story I want to tell about my, uh, my friend Matt. I love Matt. Another heartbreak story. Yeah. Me and him had a falling out at 15 years old. He's my best friend from like my, my all time best friend, like probably still to this day, if we wouldn't have had that fallout, you want to talk about like soulmates or like a match? Like that was my best friend. That was my guy. And like, we did everything together. We liked all the same stuff. Like he was like a role model to me. He was awesome. He was so good at sports. He was so good at rollerblading, like aggressive skating. So I got into aggressive skating. But happy cat. He was. <laughs> he was dating this girl named Brittany. Did I you know Brittany?
0: Probably if I saw her
1: Brittany L A W. I think so. S O N. And think... all of the listeners are adults, so I can just say it: Brittany Lawson. <laughs> way to spell it out for the child i'm acting like i'm (laughs) make sure you go type it in facebook now i literally am doing that right now spelling it out like i'm talking to my kid because he can't spell yet but everyone listening
0: be nice to your mini
1: so yeah he's nice but matt was dating Brittany. And we were all like this tripod, like once he started dating her, so we all started hanging out naturally because it's my best friend, his girlfriend. So let's all hang out. Right. So we did that. I think
0: that's the weirdest thing. Sorry to cut you off. Like When you meet like the person you're dating's friends, I always think that's so, I don't know, it's interesting to me. Why? Well, like most recently, obviously, um... Dustin, when he introduced me to, like, his friend group and, like, friends, he was like, I'm so excited to, like, have them meet you. And, like, he took me to, like, one of his favorite bars. We went to Bingo. But, like, when I met his friends... Bingo?
1: Yeah. How old are his friends? 60?
0: No. Oh, my God. His friends are actually older in my age. Um, But, like, when I met his friend, like, the one girl, Shannon... Oh, she's interesting. But she had, like, said something about, like, his ex, who was transgender... And it's funny, because, like, his ex is actually one of my good friends. So, like, I kind of, like, snagged her man from her. But she had made a comment, like, oh, I can't believe this and that. like, they were misgendering her and, like, just different things. And I thought it was funny, because I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm trans, too. And she's like, what? And I was like, Yeah. So like, it's just like the interactions with them
1: are yeah. naturally, I think the interactions are, are definitely weird at first. Maybe you like them like later on down the road. Maybe not, but maybe
0: it's me. I think I'm just so different. Could be, it maybe could be you
1: because I've done so much so young. <laughs> maybe it could be you
0: always is me. <laughs> continuing on with
1: with my story so people don't get pissed off they want to hear it i'm sure not just end off on it but we were so all three of us were hanging out me matt and britney and she started catching feelings for me (gasps) yeah yeah and then this one night (laughs) the tea is hot oh god damn this one night she invited me over and i ended up sleeping over in her basement you know what that means I think all we did was kiss and snuggle, but still like straight up, she cheated I on him and I, I was his best friend. So I feel fucking horrible for that. That was the end of our relationship. And then me and her started dating. Horrible. Yeah. And then I broke up with her because she went to mission club or whatever, and she was wearing a fishnet pink blouse or some shit that I didn't approve of. And Jesus. Long story short, bitches ain't shit. You're a control freak. I love it. <laughs> I lost my best friend over over that shit. And Ooh. I if there was one thing I could take back, it would probably be that. <laughs> because Matt went down like a really fucked up road after that.
0: He's had a really interesting
1: life. Yeah, his his he didn't have his dad in his life either.
0: I remember I gave him a ride like a couple of years ago. I don't remember where to. I just remember I saw him and gave him a ride. It was very random.
1: That's very random.
0: I was somewhere in Huntley, I think. I don't remember. I think he's like in around. the McHenry area. I think so.
1: Yeah, I reached out. I'm like, man, we should we should hang out. I don't think I've ever said I'm sorry. Maybe I did. I can't remember if I said sorry for it or not. I hope I- you said sorry, you little whore. I reached out to him a couple of times. But. Man, yeah, that one hurts. That one sucks. <sighs> heartbreak sucks.
0: Heartbreak sucks, especially when you're a hopeless romantic like me.
1: Do you think it develops you as a person, though?
0: Um, the heartbreak or the romantic part?
1: Let's start with the heartbreak, like mm. getting your heart broken. Does that do something positive for you
0: in the long run? Well, I've actually never been broken up with. So like all these things are so new to me. Like I'd gotten broken up with and then you pop up at my job two days later like normal. And I'm just like, okay, I've been crying myself to sleep. Like we're still talking, but. You're at my job, like I'm confused. Like, why are you here? Um, you know, we won't talk for a couple weeks and then we run into each other at the same place. And obviously we leave together snuggle and whatever in the base not a basement, but it's it's weird situations. Like I just think when you're like you could blow someone's phone up they can ignore you. But when you're face to face, I don't want to say they get weak, but they definitely, you could ask them to do something, they'll do it. And it's like, are they just doing it to make you happy? Are they doing it because they care? Like, I guess the mix, mixed direction of communication and mixed signals is definitely for a woman. I think it's very confusing because you don't know which direction to go, what to do. And it's like, a serotonin high, you're running and chasing it, but you just can't get enough of it or something. I don't know
1: how to go with that. Do women like a hard catch? Mm. Or do they... uh, Does it really depend on the person? Like, we can't put this all under an umbrella.
0: For me, I haven't really... Like, I've been in a lot of relationships, but I definitely think this one is different than all of them I think there's just like for example like I was um during the mix of my divorce I was getting ready to move and me and this one have obviously been off and on for shit almost four years I think and it was snowing out and my doorbell rang and I think we were texting I don't remember I'd have to like literally look at the messages Oh, no, we were talking, but we hadn't seen each other. And I was trying to get him to come upstairs because his best friends don't even ask me why I did this. So it was a house split into two. Downstairs was his best friends. Upstairs was me. So like when we broke up and he moved out, it was very weird because he's there every day.
1: (laughs) That is so fucking weird. So uncomfortable.
0: and, well, for me, it wasn't because all I do is work. So it was awkward. He, like, my doorbell literally rang. Like, he said something and, like, he didn't answer me. And snap, my door, like, he knocked and then walked in, I think. And he was like, You still don't lock the door. And I was like, Ugh, Don't yell at me. And we just looked at each other and literally we started kissing and, like, Oh my God. It was horrible. And he's like, you got to move your Jeep. I was like, the keys are over there. And he's like, I'll be, re- no, just wait. So he literally used the excuse asking me to move my Jeep to come talk to me because he didn't want his friends to know we were talking. He came upstairs, he moved my Jeep literally. Obviously, he got naked. We had sex. So he went back downstairs and came back up and we went to sleep. But holy shit. Oh, no, he did go home. Okay. He did go home because, like, we went downstairs and I was like, well, I'm moving. He was like, you're not going anywhere. I'm not leaving you. This and that. And I was like, well, I'm bringing the dogs to Vegas. And, yeah, I do know that person. I just got your message. Um, Really pretty. Yeah. So we actually went to Nashville for a weekend and, like, got away from everybody, talked. And then we went to Vegas and he went out there, got a job. So, like, it's confusing because someone can come back so strong right. and it just, I don't know, women, I don't know, I don't think women know how to handle things.
1: I don't think anyone would know how to handle that. That's, <laughs> that's, like, emotional warfare. Emotion emotional warfare, honey. This,
0: have you, like, I know, like, I know recently... Um, this time we got rid of social media. So like, unless you're on snap, no one really knew we were back together. But have you watched any of like my marriage, the divorce, anything on like Facebook at all? No,
1: nothing. I know nothing. (laughs) I know nothing. Blank slate. That's why you like me. Yeah, you really
0: don't pay attention to me. Horrible. (laughs) But you give me all (laughs) of your attention.
1: I like you in the moment. I like talking to you live. It's it's been
0: up and down, I think. The last, I don't even know how many months it's been. The, fuck it, the past, however many months since January. It's really been strange. Like, you go from one high of, like, thinking you're going to have a future with somebody that, like, you've been working, building on, and then to have it thrown away, you guys come back and, like, You have a conversation and you think it's one thing. And then the next day it's like something else. And then their family's involved and shit. Then they crash a motorcycle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking bizarre to me. Dude, my whole life's bizarre.
0: It really is. Sometimes I like I'll ask like last night. I literally asked God. I was like, do you do this on purpose? Like, do you literally just give me like plot twists and like really make me like
1: confused? He's like, yes, bitch. You know,
0: what fucked <laughs> up. My friend that passed away, her boyfriend True. messaged me not long after,
1: and I was like, "Is this the fucking sign?" Oh my god! Of course, it's a sign. So where are we at right now with uh with babes? Um, I'm blocked. You're blocked. Yeah. As of when?
0: As of this morning.
1: Because you yeah,
0: kept. It was... Well, it's weird because like. I don't know. Like, I can't say because I don't know for sure. Um, Obviously, I don't want to say he's talking to someone else. I think he is. He's pursued. I Like, I don't know the whole situation. But, like, for me, obviously, you know, I was in the hospital with him. And, like, anyone follows social media, they saw, obviously, me holding his hand. They saw a picture of him. So, we had had, like, a conversation and... Obviously, two people can love and care about someone and you don't have to be in love like you're not chasing a love like actual like, oh, my God, let's be together. You can actually physically care about someone as a person and like love them as like, oh, my God, I love this person. agree. I'm sure one day you could like work back to being in love.
1: It's like an unconditional love. Right. Yeah.
0: But for someone to say that and then I don't want to say take it away, but to act like a conversation never happened, act like your lips didn't touch, like to act just like you weren't sitting there and like everything was okay. But then you try to like extend your hand out to somebody like obviously right now he's probably going through the worst pain and time of his life. So like to me, it's weird you're chasing some other bitch, but yet telling someone you love them and care about them. So like, I guess as me as a person, it's like, what do I do? <laughs> like I'm trying to move on. Like I literally moved across the world. I've been traveling for the past um two months, I think. I don't want to say I don't have like a home. Like I have a home obviously, <laughs> but I definitely moved. I've been in a different state every week or every other week. Like right now, you know, I'm in Texas just chilling. (laughs) But Shout out Texas. What's up, Texas? H-Town. But like it's just weird to like not have that person around like to talk to and just like to go to things for. And maybe it's me being like naive from like getting out of a marriage and like I don't want to say I hopped into a relationship because my marriage was dead for like the past two, three years. Um, I definitely don't want to say I was out there cheating, but obviously- I think
1: one of the worst things for you to do if this if there's no moving forward with this is to have some kind of contact, even like a, a text message, because when you text message and like hypothetically, if he talks back, it almost seems like you think there's a chance. Like Mm -hmm. there's something that that's holding you together. I think that's the problem. Well, I don't want to say that the problem, I think that's my problem right now for, I'm going through the same shit.
0: Well, see his thing is he'll leave things open. His verbiage is very like, he doesn't communicate. And I think that's the hardest thing because it's like, he'll say one thing, but then his actions, like for example, like we were talking because of like some messed up thing Someone messaged me and said he was married. And, like, I messaged him and he, like, replied or whatever. And he was like, yeah, not married, single, this and that. And, like, we added each other back on socials. We were on Snapchat. Like, everything was normal. I was like, okay. So, in my head, I'm like, give it a week or two. I'm assuming we'll end up back together. or yeah. um, at least work towards it. And to me, I was like, okay, you know, we're in two different states. Like, obviously, a couple hours away, it's not that big of a distance, We could, like, do weekend things or, like, really work on ourselves because, like, we did have a very good relationship. We did have, you know, we've moved across the world. We've traveled, done a lot of things that were he's never done and I've never done. But then.
1: What ended it?
0: I don't know, to be honest. And, like, that's what makes me wonder if it's, like, the trans thing, if it's his father who like is always in his ear saying things like
1: some influence from outside like third party like his his dad because his mom's or his stepmom seems pretty okay with it right
0: yeah she was super super nice um his whole family is really nice like his sister i talk to every day his niece his nephew you're a fucking
1: nice person it's not that goddamn hard i mean like <laughs> you're nice it shouldn't be difficult i think I think it'll be
0: really interesting because, like, one of my next podcasts is going to be one of two people that know me really well. One of them being my ex-husband and then one of them being, like, somebody that – it's not confirmed, so I don't want to, like – like, obviously I'm manifesting it, but I don't want to put them on blast because they're still indecisive because they're going to get backlash. And I think – like, I know – like, my ex-husband says – I'm not a girlfriend, I'm a wife. And I think that's might intimidate some men,
1: but... It, Do you believe that notion? Mm,
0: I was laying out this kid's clothes.
1: <laughs> Hold and on. I was, the, uh, the cargo pants with the white socks and the... No, slippers.
0: no. I would get... He's a mechanic, so I would get his clothes ready. I would put his belt inside of his hat his AirPods would be charged. His phone, his wallet—like, I look at you, you dude, homebody. Now, his clothes would be in the order he gets dressed, and like, we just we had so many routines, and like, I don't know. I know I sent you this the other day when I was drunk talking to Miss Tito. Shout out, Miss
1: Tito's. Shout out! Um, I love that podcast, by the way. That was fucking awesome. Like, if the listeners haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that one. So. Obviously, during that, I played
0: this recording. I'm going to play it again. And, like, obviously, our thing was like, he one night asked me, like, what I wanted to eat. And I wasn't answering him because I was like, my name isn't Jordan. Because he had, like, called me babe, baby, babes, like, all these different, like, pet names. And I was like, why are you calling me Jordan? And, like, I don't know. This just kills me because, like, I'm going to play it. I just miss this. This is when we were in Vegas and I'm wasted. <laughs> Come on, baby. Just him like saying like, come on, baby. Like anytime, like during my divorce, I was so sad and he was just there. And I don't know if it's like, I don't want to say codependent because like I've always had friends or people around and this is the first time I've ever physically been alone. Like no friends with me traveling, no boyfriend, no husband, <sighs> And like I'm missing like just having someone, like I talk to a million people a day, so it's not like I'm alone, but like, I think because he was so pushing me to like do better, and like he was there throughout the whole divorce, and like, let me tell you, getting divorce during the mix of COVID while your best friend dies, while you're having to downsize your house and like move your whole life that you made with somebody, it's not easy. And then, like, him getting backlash for dating a trans girl or people saying, oh, you're gay, you're this, you're that. Like, it's, like, I always say I wonder what, like, he's thinking. Because, like, I've expressed my emotions to him. and like It's I- not
1: fair that you don't know what he's thinking. It goes back to that communication thing. Like, it needs to be straightforward so you can understand and have some fucking closure. Uh- from, from a person that... Like, throughout your life you've always had someone in your life right that you can I've never and this is so
0: I don't want to say it's hard but like I physically like when I moved out at 16 I had the apartment like obviously I said in curiosity chamber part one Jordan Star. Shut um, up. I lived above a bar at 16 by myself but I always had friends or a boyfriend or just like I always have had male friends, so, like, it's nothing new. Obviously nothing, like, sex-wise or something. But, like, I've always had someone around to, like, talk to or just someone to, like, vent to. And, like, throughout traveling, escorting, everything, like, me and my friend, Julissa, like, me and her really don't talk anymore. But me and her have traveled the world. Like, we were thick as thieves. Um, But I think COVID, like, you know, starting a relationship... Well, obviously, we were dating before them, but, like, actually sitting down, learning. Like, he asked me questions that, like, no one's ever asked. Like, he had asked, oh, what was your name before you transitioned? Why did you transition? This and that. And, like, curiosity chamber part two. Like, when I talk about my father. (laughs) Yeah. Free plug right now. For um, sure. Keep it going. I think he's the first person I told things that, like, obviously, I'm not going to say it on here. But just things that no one know not even my husband and like he like he wants like I sent you messages earlier before we talked like there's things he said that like stick in the back of my head and I think it just it hurts because it's like this is someone that wants to be here when you're good wants to be there when you're bad and it's like he's literally sitting at home basically crippled and it's like I don't know what I did or like why I can't be there and it's I thought I got my closure and then like I it was weird because like when we broke up I don't want to say we were on bad terms but like the last time I think the last time I saw him was when he came to my work and I ignored him and I was just like you know why are you here you literally left me like and now you're coming like it's normal yeah. Like, we're together, and I think me in my head, it was like, hey, he was trying to fix it. And there's just things that never will get answered, and I think that's what bugs me. And, like, being alone, all you do is think.
1: Yeah. Damn. It's, yeah, it's such a tricky situation, Jordan. Um, there's just so much to, to I'm take I'm, like, trying
0: not to cry. <laughs>
1: Well, we were going into this knowing that there were going to be tears, so don't even try to fight it, right? What do you want, ultimately? What do you want? I Let me say that I think what you and him had is wonderful, so you know that that type of conversation and that type of feeling... Like, you've exists. seen the messages. Like,
0: the one... Like, when I gave him his promise ring, like, I wish... I wish people knew this kid because, like, he has such a bad rap. Like, so many people say so many horrible things about him. And, like, I don't – maybe I don't want to see those things. And, like, the other day, like, I know he said some pretty mean thing. Well, not mean, but his verbiage, like, definitely misconstrue what he's saying. But I just wish, like, his family, for example, I wish they could see his laugh or just, like, his smile or
1: mm. – Around you?
0: Well, just things people like and I think that's with like relationships in general. Like some people, like the best friend will always hate the boyfriend, but they don't see him coming in with Starbucks. They don't see like for example, during my divorce, he took care of four Chihuahuas. He would come home from work, working all day, and take care of dogs that weren't his, clean up piss and shit, like it's things that he didn't have to do. He did. And like. I think me, I'm a wild child at heart, but. I think he's the only person that actually made Jordan settle down and like maybe it's. I really think, honestly, he's the first person I've ever cared about. I don't think I've ever cared about someone in a relationship, and I think that's like the reality. It's Definitely. almost like this is literally my first relationship ever.
1: That's why I hurts so much. For yeah if it's the first one
0: that's literally how it feels and i'm just like i've never like i didn't even cry about my divorce (laughs) like i didn't the like i think i cried the next like because my husband he broke down a door and like he had said something and i was like well then just divorce me and like i think he realized i was serious And like I had him, I don't want to say arrested for a domestic, but like later the charges obviously were dropped. But he destroyed our house and I fell down the stairs because there was a door in the way. And like Dustin had sat with me in the hospital for hours. And it was the next morning I realized that like, hey, you know, I had a pretty set future. I'm not going to grow old with this person. And I was, like, scared because I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, obviously, I'm a very smart person, and I can do anything if I put my mind to it. But in that moment, I was, like, taking my frustrations out on Dustin that were supposed to be for my husband. And I give that kid so much credit because there was a time, shit, I had, like, a knife, and I wanted to kill myself. And I'll never forget it. I sat by my laundry room. I gave my a kiss goodnight. And I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go downstairs. And I literally sat there and was like, I just can't do it. And like he came down. It was weird. He literally came downstairs and knew. I was just like, what the fuck? He sensed it? Dude, like, I don't know what it was. It was literally him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, like, I remember he, like, he's, like, put the knife down. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So, and he sat there and told me, like, in one of the messages I sent you, he's like, oh, you're more woman than any woman I know. All this stuff. And he was like, why would you do this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm here for you. Like, what do you need? And, like, I was, I just didn't know. And it was, like, I think my divorce was the scariest time in my life. Because, like, obviously he has guns. And at one point, I was just like, I, I like, wanted to kill myself because, like, I didn't want to go through the divorce. It was just so painful because, like, the backlash and, like, the games me and my husband were playing. And at one point, like, I had a gun to my head. Well, in my mouth, conveniently. Jay, do you know how hard it is to pull a trigger on a gun? Yeah. I pulled I have a gun. it. And nothing happened.
1: Whoa!
0: I was like, "What the fuck?" Like all that work for nothing. He took the bullets out. My God. Well, here's the thing. He knew, and when I he, when he came home, he's like, "Why did you touch my gun?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "It's moved." And I was like, "What the fuck?" This guy knows everything.
1: Yeah, but especially like, with guns.
0: Well, no. After that, like, I learned about guns and stuff. And like, honestly, it was that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Because I was like if there was something and it took me like an I'm talking like an hour I sat here and I was like oh my god like yeah but like this is someone that they were there for me during the worst time of my life and it's like okay like where like where are you like you're supposed to be here right now like maybe that's me being selfish but like not knowing what went wrong, not like, obviously there's communication breaks and like, I thought we were done. And then like this one night we were at a bar and sorry, there's a dog here. Ringo. Oh my God. Don't fucking shout him out. He has bitches listening. (laughs) This, um, Me and my friend were out. I was actually meeting somebody that I never met on social media. (laughs) And she had told me to like go to this place. And I had went. She stopped answering. I was like, what the fuck? And when I pulled into the parking lot, there was a biker in front of me. And I was like, oh, that guy kind of looks like Dustin. Because he has a very predominant back. Like I can tell this kid a mile away. Yeah. And I see the guy take off his helmet. I'm like, holy shit, that is Dustin. So my friend, I texted her. I was like, hey, can you come here? I don't want to walk in alone. I think this girl's phone died. So she hurried over and like we went in there. Sure as shit, he was there. Mind you, like he saw us. Like obviously I looked cute. I was in a crop top. Um, no bra too. So, <laughs> you know, I was flashing everybody. Hey. So he, like I was about to leave. And I'm assuming he was, because he kept, like, coming back and forth. He walks over to me and my friend, and he's like, bye, I hope you have a good night. And I, like, in my head, because obviously I was a little tipsy, in my head I was like, wait, what? So I had texted him, and mind you, we hadn't, I think this is when we didn't talk. Yeah, this is after my birthday, because he had wished me happy birthday. Um. He, he was like, oh, I said, I hope you have a good night. And I was confused because like, we weren't really talking. And, um, I was like, hey, wait for me. And he's like, why I work. And I was like, turn your bike off. And like, you hear the motorcycle in front turn off. And I drove my Jeep in the front. We sat there and talked for like an hour and a half, two hours. And then like, we went to his house and like, obviously we did the nasty
1: of course of course had to of course
0: that wasn't my intentions i literally told him that I bullshit him. no i swear to god i literally told him i guess i'll tell you do you want me to tell you the full story yes okay so we were sitting there we talked well, you're
1: telling it while you're crying <laughs> I'm trying not to. you're doing good
0: So we sat th- i'll probably cry at the end of it so we were sitting there talking and like the one security guy came and like told me I had to move my car and he like yelled at one of them and obviously we told each other we still love each other um we he said he missed having someone all this different stuff and like we had kissed and like I looked at him and I was like I don't remember what I said but he's like looks down and I look and like he has a boner and I'm like really? Hey. I told him I was like I'm not gonna sleep with you I was like let me just take you home and put you to sleep I was like I like rubbing men's backs like i love like the whole aspect of like just putting a man to sleep like rubbing his back treat him like a king wow so we go there and i had to pee i remember that so i went downstairs and i don't remember if i sucked his dick upstairs or downstairs but <laughs> i had put him to bed and he like the details what the details i'm horrible so <laughs> i'd put him to bed and i was like massaging him. And I think he looked at me and he's like, really? And I was like, what? I was like, I'm not having sex with you. So obviously he threw me on the side of the bed and ended up having sex with me. There we go. he kisses me. He's like, oh, do you want a water or something? I was like, sure. And like, he acts like everything's fine and like, we're going to go to bed. And I think to myself, because I look at him and he's like, I love you. And I was like, do you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I do love you. And I was like, do you promise? And he was like, I promise. And I don't know if it's just my overthinking, but I was like, I got to go. So he, I think, had went to the bathroom or downstairs. Why, the, I don't why did you
1: say you have to go?
0: No, in my head I said it. Oh, okay. So my new, he's already put me on a pillow, literally. Like he put my pillow under my head, gave me a kiss, and he's like, I'll be right back. And, you know, he told me he loved me, told me he promised all this stuff. And in my head, I was like, I got to go. Like, you know, like I was at peace of the fact knowing, like, if we didn't talk after this, Mm. I was perfectly fine. Like I've
1: been there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. How
0: I wanted, I guess, versus like not talking to him. So he was confused why I was leaving, I think. Because here it is, like, two in the morning, like, why are you leaving? <laughs> and, like, so he walked me downstairs, gave me a kiss, and he was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you, too. And he just looked at me so confused. I'll never forget it. Because, like, he stood by the door the whole time. Like, I think he was waiting for me to, like, get out of my Jeep and, like, joking or something. Yeah. And I don't want to say we really didn't talk after that. But it was just more so distant and then like obviously recently we started talking and i think that's i think that's what killed me inside like just seeing him helpless
1: because he helped you when you were at your lowest stage
0: at, and i don't know how i can like obviously like i'm having people help donate money and stuff but like i just don't know between his family like i thought i was being the like a nice person extending my arm to help but like
1: there's only so much you can do in a situation there's only so much that Jordan can do to be you, insulted
0: i think was the worst though
1: you can't play you can't play both sides of the relationship it's impossible you'll always lose if you try to do that every time i just don't
0: think you're supposed to give
1: up on people
0: i think it's hard to walk away when like you actually when you actually care, like okay, for example, this kid's in a hospital bed, literally, like face hanging off, like leg. <laughs> That's not funny. Don't laugh. It's true though. Don't. You know, I literally. Do you know how hard it was for me not to cry? <laughs> I, I'll never forget it because I was like, when you take...
1: said it, his face hanging off. It is. I looked no. at him. And I
0: was like, can we take a selfie? Because in case you die, like I need to know. That I got a laugh. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? The only thing he said was, why did you have to get my bad side? And I was like, bro, oh. your whole left side, you can't move. <laughs> and like, this is the only side we can like wrap around. Mm. But like, he had made a comment because I have a very nice ring. Obviously, you've seen pictures. Um, he had made a comment. I thought you pawned that. And I was like, yeah, I did. I went back and paid double, but whatever. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's one piece. I'm actually thankful I did because what if he like if he was to have died from this accident, do you know that like in my head, the last thing this kid said to me is I love you. And like we had sex and like obviously talked about like us and just like missing what we had and like just not knowing like. Let me ask you
1: this question. If if he were if he did die in this accident. Would you be, how would you feel about that outcome rather than the one that you're in right now? Like the last moments you had with him were were the perfect moments. Perfect. And that's how it ended. But now it's like there's so much emotional shit going on right now and you feel destroyed almost. I think that. I would
0: hope that he's at peace because I just don't think <laughs> it makes me think of my friend um her death anniversary is it still oh yeah, it still is her death anniversary is four years ago today, and she was gunned down by a man that didn't want society to know she was trans and He thought by killing her, it would hide the secret when really he's doing 25 to life in prison. The kid was younger. She was 24. He was 18. And this is someone that literally ruined their life. And, like, I don't ever compare the two besides the whole, like, relationship. And, like, you know, he I don't want to say Dustin's ever hidden me, but I know that, like, other people's opinions sit in his head and he's not speaking about it. But I don't think I think I'd be miserable if he was a diet dude. Honestly, I honestly think I'd be right behind him. I think my heart would give out. Like, I really don't think I'd be able to like mentally process it.
1: So the fact that you know that he's still alive makes you feel better that he's out there somewhere.
0: Out there being a hoe, but <laughs> I don't want to say it makes me feel better. I think it hurts more because it's like that's this what is I mean. Someone... Like huh? the
1: situations are fucking horrible. Like if he died, you had the perfect last moment, but it's so heart wrenching because he's gone. Your love is gone, but now he's alive, and now you're kind of seeing this relationship like deteriorate almost.
0: That's a good word to use, dear. Deteriorate
1: write that down motherfucker i am literally just did <laughs> yeah i mean well let me say a few things like thank god that there was nothing in that gun first of all so you're still I here so. <laughs> <laughs> i mean jesus cuz if Imagine, like you wouldn't even, ha- you actually wouldn't have to worry about anything because you would be dead and it would be everyone else's problem.
0: You know but what I I've thought about though, especially after the fact of that? What? I thought about like, I think the one thing that like you definitely don't think about is like who has to call your mom or who I think has- about
1: that all the time.
0: Like that's one thing I think about all the time. And I was like, yes. where the fuck would Dolce go? And I think that's one thing, like, I'm thankful for. Like, I don't want to say, like, I'm suicidal, but, like, obviously. You've been hopeless. Not hopeless. Well, obviously, I'm a hopeless (laughs) romantic, but I think I was at my lowest. And, like, when I felt like I didn't have somebody, I literally had the best person in my corner that was giving me everything. But, like, I didn't see it until it was, like, too late. And I think that's what kills me, is, like, there was so many things this kid was doing for me. And, like, I don't want to say I wasn't appreciative, but, like, I just, I responded the wrong way. And I think that kills me every day.
1: So, he helped you out of this nasty hole you were in, right? Dude, we
0: were on the tops of
1: mountains,
0: like, FaceTiming his parents. Like, we literally... We've done so many cool things. Like, did I send you the video when I crashed?
1: No, send me that.
0: You didn't see the scooter in California? No. Really?
1: <laughs> he crashed.
0: Did I really not send it to you?
1: I don't think so. Don't think but he, he picked you up when you were so, like, Dude, shit out of luck. He picked up you on felt...
0: FaceTime with my friend, like, literally carried me across the I fucking thing.
1: But I don't think he would want you to live your life to where you're, like, practically dying again like he brought you back to life just to see you die again doesn't make sense to me
0: i had asked him a question um for him to like do during his recovery i um where is it let me scroll i was like if because we were arguing and i was like let me say one thing if i was in the hospital How you are. Because I flipped my jeep. Would you have made the drive? Think about that while you recover. I moved on. Trust me I did. But someone you love you don't give up on. Especially if they are hurt. Obviously he didn't answer. But. I think that that's going to sit in his head. Because realistically. If you were in a bed. And you flipped the tables on the person. Like, it really makes you wonder, like, would they have been there?
1: I think a lot of people should always do that in any circumstance. I think it's a good way to look at the world. Just so you can kind of see true colors of people.
0: Is that where you'd say, like, the glass half full? Like, would this be, like, comparable to put that comment in?
1: <laughs> like, optimistic?
0: Yeah. You know how like people say like looking at the glass half full or however that saying goes?
1: Yeah.
0: I've never known when to use it, so I'm seeing like <laughs> that would
1: The glass is half full when you're optimistic about when you think there's a better outcome coming. Like you see life as positive. Everything like even a negative is positive if you're optimistic. Uh, this is this is the lemonade thing like if life gives you lemons you make a lemonade like you get lemon which now if safe.
0: life gives you lemons you mix it with vodka jay let's
1: be Sweet. real or that Casamigos. The glass, that's the glass half full could have used it there use it now say it
0: wait what am i saying
1: glass is half full
0: why is it half full
1: with casamigo oh that is why is it is half full
0: <laughs> so, from all the things I sent you earlier, do you think that he ever loved me?
1: Yes, of course, there's no denying that there's absolutely no denying that there was love there. You shouldn't deny that i question- or not deny you. that sorry you shouldn't you shouldn't think that it never that he didn't love you.
0: I don't think I'm a lovable person.
1: Honestly. i think that's just you saying that though
0: well, no, I had talked to um One of my exes the other day and well, Brian, when we were driving, well, we weren't driving. He was on the phone. You actually
1: know him. Who is it?
0: He is from the um, roller rink.
1: There are so many people at the roller
0: rink. I will text it to you because I don't want to give his last name.
1: Was he the DJ? Yeah. He was? Yeah. I fucking do remember. He loved me
0: and Matt. He yeah he's um he's the twin ah I sent it to you he okay. was telling me because he made me a mad mixtape I think so yeah he told me that I am unblockable
1: unblockable
0: yes he described it as it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what anyone can do to try to get rid of me he says no matter what I am unblockable and like I don't want to. Hype my game up, but realistically, no one's ever. besides Mike, who's dead, everyone realistically, I talk to frequently, all Maxes.:
1: What does like, that say I, about you?
0: Well, obviously, I have a huge heart, and like I'm a nice
1: person, but so like the fuck would you say you're not lovable? Because why do people leave me? People leave me all the goddamn time too. I don't think I'm not lovable all the time happens all the time I've been so alone for so long but just trying to focus on myself do you know that
0: like I was talking to a friend the other day um do you know this breakup has actually made me question about detransitioning I just feel like I failed as a woman
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think all women should Detransition, then i think every woman at one point in their life feels like a failure just like all men feel like a failure she
0: said you're jordan i don't think you could be anything else and then my um, best friend jordan the one that like dated matt she had told me that she could never well she even said she never looked at me ever as a boy so she said she would be so confused she's like i don't even think you could do it and I was like, I think I could. Not really, but
1: I would. I wouldn't. I would. Obviously, I would accept you for whatever the fuck you did. But uh, I always saw you as Jordan.
0: Everyone <laughs> has
1: right. You're like bigger than life. Who's bigger
0: than life? Sorry, the mic. Like, I was like,
1: oh, my gosh, just she's going out for a walk. Someone called her and she's got to cancel the (laughs) podcast. No, I sat there and
0: talked and you didn't say anything. And I looked. I was like, oh, my God, it's yellow. (laughs) I was wrapping my soft hands around. I was about to close out this
1: episode on my own. I was like, okay, it's not my podcast, but I'll fucking wrap it up.
0: So (laughs) let's end this I did this thing with Miss Tito's and we did two random questions at the end. I really liked that. So you can go first with one of them.
1: Two random questions. Uh huh. Okay.
0: As you're thinking,
1: I'll start off
0: first. Do you ever think you could get married again?
1: That's a really good question. I'm just curious because I've thought, I've thought about it. I've thought about so much. It's kind of one of the. The first things you think about after you get divorced, like, could you do that again? Matt's husband is doing it. God bless him. Right? I think there's going to be different stages of my life where this answer will change. Right now, no. Maybe in 10 years, it'll change.
0: Is that just because you're so focused?
1: We're always, we're constantly changing as individuals. Constantly. Like, being a human is not a static thing it's just it's constantly changing you're constantly getting better you're constantly like learning shit and meeting people so i don't think i can say an answer to predict the rest of my 40 years of existence but right now in this moment no i hated being married
0: Mm. that's so shocking why why Because you're such a fun, like, your energy, like, I don't think people realize this. Like, obviously, different podcast people, some people stage their stuff. Anyone that, like, personally knows Jay, this is, like, raw, uncut, like, this isn't, like, anything, like, we don't write stuff down. Like, Jay might, I don't, but, like, I had listened to his podcast earlier with Brandon, what was his name? Brandon K. And, like, I'm going to listen to this before bed because, like, there's so many different key points that, like, stuck in my head that I can't remember. But, like, just the conversation was, like, it wowed me. So, like, people just don't realize your energy. And I think it's so weird to think, like, someone couldn't hold on to that.
1: That's so nice. That's one of the nicest things anyone has ever said. And that's why these podcasts are fucking awesome. Your you're organic. Like, you're able to articulate and have a conversation with someone and let them know how you feel. Like usually in the real world, if you will, like if you're out on the street, you get what, five, ten minutes and it's just like a quick update and then you're gone.
0: Very true. Some people only get a Snapchat on my life.
1: <laughs> and they got to pay for that shit.
0: Horrible. That's only fan silly.
1: Oh, sorry. I my question, I, have, I thought of a question for you. Mm-hmm. do you think your life has changed or will change because of this podcast that you, that you started?
0: Um, I think that a lot of people have reached out to me. I know that I have, I want to say I have a following. I know that people have been interested in my life. And I think like, obviously I transitioned and, I think a lot of people I didn't even realize followed it and like obviously we can see the numbers and stuff and like the numbers don't lie and like the amount of people that like reached out and like the other day on um some social app like someone literally sent me my podcast listening to it mind (laughs) you I don't even know who the fuck this person is they literally messaged me on like the site to like meet people and I was like oh okay cool so, I was like, "That's interesting, And like earlier, I had seen like in different states, people were listening. I think I'm putting forth more effort than I did because so many people wanted this years ago. I think timing is everything, and I hope so. I think like, like obviously, in the future, I want to talk to more interesting people versus just me and like life stories you're saying i'm not
1: interesting no
0: baby you're more than interesting
1: (laughs) you're so quick with it she's quick
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like it's like for example people literally say me and you talking is like the highlight of their day they're like when are you going to talk to jay someone asked, like are you guys really going to go to rpm and i was like i don't know maybe it's
1: so nice i love
0: for people wondering there is an iou so we'll see if if jay keeps up with it
1: we'll go to rpm we'll take We'll take photos too and post that you shit. we will do a podcast that.
0: Jay and Jordan going out. Um Watch out world. So, can you see yourself in another relationship? Not marriage, like ever? just somebody ever again? You know what I'm saying, like not marriage-wise, but like
1: yeah, just dating someone? Yeah. What's the time frame like? From now until I'm dead next week.
0: Say you say you went out or you're still in hockey, right? Yeah. Say somebody came up and asked you for your number and you were like, wow, this girl's really cool. Say
1: she. First of all, Jordan, they wouldn't ask me for my number. They would ask me for my Instagram. No, they'd ask you for your OnlyFans. You'd be like, let me see. Your <laughs> <finger."> <laughs> you want to see a snake?
0: <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Anaconda, not a snake. <laughs>
1: garden snake
0: <laughs> at least i saw in the picture <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's enhanced sweetheart
0: say somebody is like hey will you be my boyfriend what would you do
1: uh, would
0: you say no because you're so focused or would I you really just say yes focused. hit it
1: and then block them see i don't do that that's what's different about me than most people and that's what puts me kind of at like a disadvantage i'd say i don't like using people so if I'm going to sleep with someone, like I'll be straight up with you and tell you that it's casual. I won't lie and be like, yeah, let's, I, I like you a lot. I think we should date because I don't want to date right now. Mm. Right now, I definitely don't.
0: You don't want someone to snuggle with?
1: I do. I do. Casually. Not, not I mean, but. Yeah, fuck. but can that be casual? I don't fucking know anymore. I don't know about all these new terminologies and these kids nowadays. Are you trying to fill a void, friend? I think we're all trying to fill a void. Mm. I think every human has a void. or They're looking to fill it somehow, some way, and people use different outlets. Different coping
0: mechanisms.
1: For sure, right? We're all fucked up. (laughs)
0: I'm a little extra fucked up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you're perfect just the way you are, though. You're like Aww. the perfect amount of fucked up.
0: You're so nice to me. <laughs>
1: Thanks. My question for you now.
0: Oh, Lord. Let me
1: get this ready. <laughs> sip it. Sip it. Sip it. Put that black mic in your mouth. Sorry. What did you say? I was swallowing. Nothing. I was asking this question. Mm. What would make Jordan happy? Mm. Because throughout the podcast, it seems like. There's a lot of sadness and I get it. The podcast was sad. It was a sad podcast. It was like a real uncut emotional podcast, but it seems like there's a lot of things that need to be fixed if possible with relationships and people that are hanging around and you don't have clarity. So I just want to know what would make you happy. You're always trying to make other people happy. What would make you happy?
0: I just want to watch scary movies and snuggle with babes.
1: It could be so fucking easy. What was the last thing you said there?
0: I said, I just want to watch scary movies and snuggle with babes. I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, I'm pretty sure that I think I'm just going to keep traveling and I don't want to say find where I belong, but...
1: Where do you Boy, think do you belong?
0: I used to think California. Because, like, horrible. I'm shamelessly plugging Curiosity Chamber. But on Murdering a Star. Um, if what a you, good title. Right? I love that title. <laughs> um, if you listen to it in detail, like, obviously, um, I don't want to call my father a narcissist. But I think I obviously attract narcissistic men because of my father. And I used to think California was where I belong. Obviously, off and on with this relationship with Dustin. I don't want to say I became more... Obviously, if anyone's followed me, I used to be very materialistic. Obviously, I still like nice things, but I've calmed it down. And I used to like the lights, the glamour, the whole LA lifestyle. But, like, going to DC, it was very conservative Oh yeah.
1: Jesus, you're going to Florida to retire? Fuck you. i have oh, never. Man. Someone tamed I, you. You're tamed.
0: No, I actually I only like Miami. I don't like Florida at all. Besides visiting my nephew. But Just I don't
1: stay I don't, in Texas. I,
0: all right. I don't want to say I don't know where I belong, but I definitely I guess I'm trying to figure it out. Life's like a journey. Nashville's seeming kind of cool. Michigan's kinda out there
1: alaska maybe you're still a young bitch so i mean you got all the time to figure it out you don't have to make i think you'll figure it out nothing has to be set in stone right now today well
0: since i don't think i'm gonna have a baby and no one's gonna get me pregnant um boo i know right (laughs) i had goals but i dog babies
1: the what dog babies
0: (laughs) no i want a mini
1: <laughs> Can you I clone want me please? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> you want a clone? Not of
0: me. Like obviously I want like a clone of whoever I'm with, but Oh. I think I am going to try to find peace somewhere. Like I love the ocean, but I think I have to really go towards the light and just go where the road takes me.
1: I hope that makes you happy.
0: Same. Not as happy as this big black microphone.
1: <laughs> gah, gah, gah. <laughs>
0: so are you going to go to sleep after this?
1: <laughs> I'll probably watch a scary movie. Oh, okay. Thanks. What are you going to watch? Oh, I'm watching um, Ex Machina, a robot movie.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: Have you ever seen it?
0: No, it sounds like a vibrator. Oh, I'll fucking
1: watch it. No. Super creepy.
0: Maybe. Yeah. So do you want to plug The Curiosity Chamber?
1: Listeners, thank you so much. Um you guys are great. Jordan's fans are the best. The Curiosity Chamber on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram or what's the other one? TikTok. The Curiosity <laughs> Chamber and then the newly added to the Arsenal Snapchat
0: thank the chamber
1: pod. NJ
0: definitely gets sweaty on there. Why don't you plug my oh, socials? God. Do you even know what my socials are? No. So f- for my socials, you everything. don't even know
1: your socials. Remember I when know, you're I trying don't... to plug your I'm own so socials, you spelled it wrong. Oh, so my <laughs> most
0: used social is obviously Snapchat. So that's Jordan with two D's, two N's, S-T-A-R-R-21. And then for everything else, it's Jordan Star. Boom! Thanks for coming, Jay. Thank you for inviting me. This was great. This is a long one. Well, I didn't invite you. You just said you were going to come. Uh, yeah, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you, buddy, and bye. Love you too. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>